This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Dave Koken on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network, talking MLB. Uh, Dave, how you doing today? Just fine, Jimmy. Looking forward to a big night of baseball and hopefully a few winners. Well, we got a full, full card uh, today, and uh, now the five four, uh, five thirty-five to four five forty-five Eastern time starts. There's four of them, so. Uh, any before we get into every game after that, starting with the 705 starts. Uh, but uh, Woodruff at uh, Keller, uh, Milwaukee at Pittsburgh, San Diego at Cincinnati, Musgrove after a big uh, performance. He's been good this year. Tampa Bay with the openers against Seattle. Logan Gilbert, who I took at 40 to 1 uh, this morning on an AL Cy Young uh, flyer. And in Philadelphia, Eflin uh, against Marquez. Marquez, all three of his starts at Coors Fields and uh, Coors Field. Any of these four games uh, catch your attention? Well, they all catch my attention to some uh, level. Uh, the Milwaukee-Pittsburgh game, Woodruff seems to be uh, straightening things out. Keller's been pretty good so far for the Pirates, better than his base numbers would indicate, and neither team hitting them all much. So you can make a case for the under in that game, uh, at least while the uh, starting pitchers are in the game, maybe a first five under consideration with the Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. Uh, the Reds and Padres, well... <laughs> I've been betting against the Reds in some fashion every game, and I see no reason to deviate from that formula. Uh, San Martin has been really bad first two times through the order. So you would think the first five innings, maybe laying a half run with the Padres at minus 120 might not be a bad idea. Uh, Seattle and and the Rays, I think the indicator here is the line. Look, Seattle's a pretty good baseball team, but Tampa Bay is a powerhouse, especially at home. And yet the uh, number is telling you that the Mariners rate consideration here. I mean, I don't know that Logan Gilbert's a Cy Young candidate, but he's certainly pitching good ball right now. And the Mariners are scoring a lot of runs. So you can make a case for Seattle there. What, what Dave is referring to is I took a 40 to one flyer on Logan Gilbert this morning on AL Cy Young. And I think this is the time where, hey, you might catch a guy who's, you know, breaking through. Uh, this season, and uh, as opposed to, yeah, we know Shane Beaver's outstanding. You, you're not getting those type of numbers on those type of guys um, in the uh, in the American League. He was outstanding again, even though he got a loss on a solo shot in the fifth in Anaheim last night. But Gilbert is, <clears throat> he's got stuff, six six. He was a first round pick, a top fifteen pick uh, out of Stetson, same uh, same place as uh, Degrom, yep. and uh, he's a Florida guy, which produces a ton of baseball players and. It just seems like he's breaking through. I've seen a couple of his games, including the White Sox game, where they they were just overmatched, Dave. And and listen, 
advantage pitchers so far. It's unders are passed for the most part in MLB with the new baseball. It has a lot of people talking right now, but still, um, hey, 40 to one, uh, I'll, I'll take a shot there. And Musgrove is another guy when he pitched at no hitter. Hey, he's a local kid from El Cajon, California. It's in San Diego, basically, yep. about 20 minutes uh, from, from Petco Park. But he is a sandwich pick as well, a big, typical 6'5 right-hander who is – he's having a really nice start as well. And that's the tricky part. Who is going to sustain that for, uh, for the entire season and who may not? But history tells us there is some ups and downs. There is a roller coaster to the career of pitchers more so than hitters. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, I do like Gilbert a lot. Um, he's got tremendous upside, and he's still working on his secondary pitches, but his his two main offerings are very strong right now. And if the changeup comes around, this guy could be a, a, a big-time number one starter. Keller a little bit, kind of, and, and keep in mind that the first start for a lot of these guys is basically a spring training start because he abbreviated spring training, and he's kind of gotten things together a little bit against a team like Milwaukee, who's not scoring a lot. Nope. Sunday night baseball, Zippo, uh, last night, two. Had a nice uh, Giants play yesterday, a plus 70. Uh, they cashed in once they got uh, Corbin Burns out of the game in the ninth inning. I know Pittsburgh's not a, a real a great team, but at home, they, Keller can maybe keep it, keep it close and maybe make it a battle of the bullpens late. Yeah, it's possible because he's going up against a bad offense. I mean, the Brewers uh, over the past seven days are 53 WRC plus, weighted runs created plus. That's terrible. Uh, so if you're going to take a shot in the home dog, even though you're not you're certainly not getting the best of the pitching matchup going against Woodruff, uh, it might be one of those games that where, where Keller can hang in against a bad lineup. I think I'd lean to the under more than the side, though. Same thing. I, I, I'm, uh, Milwaukee won the game, won nothing against Philadelphia. Philadelphia didn't get uh, any runs on a Sunday night game. Uh, wasted a good uh, outing by Nola. What do you say about their lineup right now, which is was supposed to be pretty damn impressive on paper, but is not translated to the uh, to well, the field so far? Yeah, they're starting to hit. Um, you know, last seven days, W again. I, I look at WRC plus. I think it's a key stat in offense. One thirteen over the last seven days. That's above average. So they're starting to come around offensively. Uh, Eflin beat Marquez last week. Well, he didn't really beat him, but uh, Philadelphia came out late to win that game. Marquez has not been real sharp in the early going. Uh, I'm not going to say there shouldn't be concern there, but he has not been the Marquez that we know he's capable of being. All right, let's get to uh, the the night games and uh, 705 uh, Eastern first pitch. Uh, Alcantara, really, really nice outing last time out. We know he has great stuff as do several of the, uh, the, the Marlins' arms. 130 and 7.5 at Washington. Uh, Josiah Gray, solid in three starts, 2-1, and 3-14 ERA. Uh, Washington, keep in mind, last in team ERA in Major League Baseball, number 30. Uh, in uh, Alcantara, we talked about that off of his best outing. Uh, eight innings of uh, shutout ball versus St. Louis. Yeah, not as good on the road as at home, though. And that's something to bear in mind. That's he's following that path again so far this season where he's really good at home and not so good on the road. Grays look good for the Nationals, but the Miami offense is better than the Washington offense. And the Nationals are just a really bad baseball team. Uh, I won't argue against the Marlins here. Toronto in uh, Gosman. Um, we talked oh. about him uh, last week uh, at home. Uh, Gosman's $1.82 and eight over Boston. 
uh, Pavetta for the uh, the Red Sox. And boy, this is a uh, a mismatch on paper, at least uh, on the mound. Uh, Gosman, 18 and two thirds innings pitch. Now he's given up 21 hits. That's a lot, but zero walks. Yep. Zero walks. And he is his strikeout numbers are very good. Uh, Toronto leads the major league in home runs with 25. Uh, Pavetta, 13 earned runs in only 11 and two thirds innings pitch. Yeah. And the Red Sox are not hitting at all. Um, their offense has been absolutely pathetic uh, the last week or so. I, I can't see how the Red Sox can be played here. I don't want to lay that much of a price because the Boston lineup is capable of busting out at any time. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good hitters on this team, but right now the Red Sox are a team to stay away from. The, uh, uh, if you do play um, Gosman here, first five, uh, to try and make this strictly a starters matchup and keep away from the, uh, from the bullpens? I, I don't know because the Boston bullpen hasn't been any good either. So, Kind of looks like if the Blue Jays have the advantage after five, they're going to have it after nine as well. So play your best price. All right. Uh, move on. And to because uh, Comiskey, <laughs> Dallas Keuchel against Lynch wow. here. Uh, White Sox $1.48 and nine against Kansas City. I can remember Ed Dallas Keuchel in his prime. I sat in the stands at Minute Maid and, you know, they flashed the uh, the velocity and the, the whatever pitch it is uh, with every pitch. And, I was blown away. A guy that could be that effective at that time was throwing as soft as he did. I mean, one of the softer pitches in all of baseball, it seems like now uh, age is caught up with that and he just doesn't have the stuff to overpower it. And my goodness, a progressive feel in Cleveland last time he gave up 10 runs, wow. seven of them earned in only one inning pitch against Kansas city and Lynch um, two, five inning starts, uh, one really rough and one was shut out baseball. So, Feast or famine with Lynch and KC. White Sox, Keuchel, $1.48 over anybody right now. Well, yeah, because the White Sox still kill left-handers. They just absolutely obliterate lefties. They're not healthy right now, but this is still a lineup that's capable of doing damage. And I'm not, I'm just not a big Lynch guy. Let's see what Keuchel does off, I guess, the worst performance of his career. I mean, it was a total disaster. His defense was awful in that game, which didn't help many. Uh, I, I think the White Sox win tonight. I'm not prepared to lay that kind of a price, but I, I'm not interested in the Royals. And let's look at the next one. Atlanta in uh, free at $1.67 and eight against the Cubs. And Marcus Stroman, once upon a time, Marcus Stroman was one of the ace pitchers in the World Baseball Classic for the USA. I think he nailed down a, a gold uh, a gold uh, medal game in that one. But he's 0-2 with an 8-7-8 ERA. Freed started slow, might be a case, again, where maybe want to throw out that first start of the season because, again, extended uh, spring training or abbreviated spring training. But at Los Angeles, at Chavez Ravine last time out, seven innings of shutout ball against the number one uh, lineup in all of baseball uh, to this point in several categories. Um, And uh, like we said, Stroman is getting hit hard uh, left and right. But the Cubbies have – how about this? Uh, Their lineup. Third and runs in MLB, uh, the 30 teams. That's a bit well, of a surprise right now. Yeah, they got 21 of them in one game, though. That's true. So, against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they'll do much against Freed. Well, they have, haven't left these decently so far. The Braves, another big hit for them. Edward Rosario has an eye issue, which I'm familiar with. And uh, he's going to be out for probably a couple of months. So I think not everything going real well for the Braves right now. But Freed at home should have the edge in this game. 
All right. Uh, I, I like Freed as well. And I'm not generally a big, a big, I like to lay that chalk, but I, I, I would think that it would be even uh, more than that. Uh, Atlanta at home, better team, and uh, also a pitching mismatch uh, on the hill. Minnesota in paddock against Detroit and Rodriguez. Uh, Minnesota at Target Field, 143 and seven. Both of these pitchers, Paddock and Rodriguez, similar mediocre type of numbers uh, for both of them. Yeah, I think this might be a. I'm not playing any overs right now, but this one looks like it might be an over. Eduardo Rodriguez just hasn't looked good. Paddock is basically a one pitch guy. I still think he's a relief pitcher who's masquerading as a starter. I've said that since he came up, basically, because he really only has one, one. Solid pitch. Those guys are more bullpen guys. Twins starting to hit a little bit after struggling. Tigers got a decent offense. Uh, might see some runs in this one. Yes, seven. It just rolls off my tongue like no big deal in the American League. When, when's the last time we had sevens and we got enough in the in the American League? But it's DH and both. But I mean, the, the odds makers. Do you think they've adjusted enough to these totals with these low scoring uh, outfits? They always adjust. Yeah, they've they've adjusted. You'll start to see things even out, and you'll start to see more offense. And Paddock was kind of flattened out after. Man, he was his numbers were phenomenal. He's big, strong arm guy, but yeah, but he seems- he's only got one real quality pitch. So once hitters got a book on him, it wasn't this? I think he's you know I, I've said this since he came up. I think he's a relief pitcher. I think he could be a dominant relief pitcher with one real good pitch, one decent secondary pitch. Those are guys that could be high leverage bullpen guys. And I think that's where Paddock belongs, but he's still starting. And uh, well, the results to me are he's going to be a number four or five starter. That's about it. He may be well on his uh, on his path uh, to a relief, uh, a relief role, because, I mean, he's on his second team already. And for San Diego to give up on him uh, early on is, is kind of a sign because he was supposed to be their ace. What was the opening day starter like two years ago, huh, Dave? I don't know if he was an opening day starter. I don't yeah. track that stuff. But but again, he has one really good pitch. The other stuff hasn't developed. All right, the Mets, uh, and they are a very good team this year. Uh, Buck Showalter effect. I mean, they seem to just constantly have things in motion on the uh, at, at the plate. Uh, and we know about their pitching, even without uh, the blow of losing to Grom for a, an extended period of time. Chris Bassett uh, in six innings pitched uh, all three starts. He's going six innings. Roughed up uh, last time uh, at home against uh, San Francisco. Mets came back and won that game. Uh, that was uh, one of the doubleheader games. I think they were down 4-1 or 5-1 and came back and won. one thirteen and 7 at St. Louis uh, against Hicks. Hicks uh, good, but limited. Limited basically one time through the lineup in his three starts. Well, they're trying to stretch him out to be a starter. Uh, he, he has the capabilities of being a dominant reliever, but he wants to start. The team is giving him a chance to do that, uh, but he's still not stretched out. And everything going right for the Mets right now. Uh, they should have lost last night. Arenado, of all people, throws the ball away. And the Mets capitalize and end up winning the game. Tough beat for those who are on the under in that game, by the way. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to go against the Mets right now. Kind of, kind of the way it is right now in MLB. That's what it takes to get an over. I mean, a Nolan Arenado era. I mean, it, as good as it gets at third base. Houston and Odorizzi, a uh, dollar fourteen and nine and a half against Texas and Hurd. And 
the, the, the interesting looking at this matchup and breaking down the numbers a little bit, uh, it's early. I get it. But Texas is sixth in scoring in MLB, and Houston is 23rd. Mm. That's, that's unexpected, to say the least. Both pitchers are struggling in this one. There may be runs. The total is high, nine and a half, in a pitching-friendly park as well. Mm, kind of catches your attention a little bit. But Texas, a little bit of a suspicious underdog here. No, not not too much. Uh, I'm not a Taylor Hearn guy. What I said about Paddock, same thing about Hearn. Uh, he's the relief pitcher. He's got a fastball. It's pretty good fastball. That's it. He doesn't have much else. His secondary stuff is lousy. And they're trying him as a starter, but I think he's the guy who, before too long, will end up in the bullpen. That's where he belongs. Odorizzi might not be long for the Houston rotation. It looks like Javier is going to go into... The rotation and Odorizzi might get bumped out. He needs to start pitching better than he has. Uh, yeah, at this uh, this point of his career, I mean, just kind of uh, yeah, hanging on to the rotation. It's kind of an innings, just get some innings uh, out of him. But this uh, might finally. Do you think we start to see Houston taper off a little bit after their unbelievable run? No, no, they'll be fine. That offense is too good to stay dormant for long. So, so you, you expect that lineup to come back because they, they're struggling early on. They, just look at it. You know, outside of Maldonado, there's that, that one through eight is nasty. Uh, it's April. Uh, doesn't mean a whole lot. Angels and Sandoval, uh, mm. $1.65 at eight over Cleveland and McKenzie. Uh, Cleveland failing to score. They got swept uh, in the Bronx over the weekend as well, including the Saturday game where they had the one-run league going to the ninth. And uh, Classe, who's usually pretty good, had a call third strike that could have gone his way, and he didn't really handle it very well uh, in New York as they got swept. And so they've lost a come in on a losing streak. Sandoval, he's had two starts, both four innings pitch. He's yet to give up an earned run uh, against McKenzie with three starts. Just under a four, uh, four innings pitch with a two, three, eight ERA. Big number here for the Angels at home. Well, they're they're just killing the ball. Uh, their offense is tremendous, especially against righties. I like McKenzie. He's starting to figure things out. Control has been an issue for him, but he's he's got great stuff. And Sandoval's a guy I'm very high on. He might have one of the best changeups in baseball. Uh, I think this could be a pitcher's duel tonight, despite the fact that you've got a very capable offense with the Halos and uh, the Guardians. Well, their offense not as good, but it's not a disaster either. But I, I, I would look at the under in that game, especially in the first five where the two pitchers, uh, I think, have a chance to dominate a bit. McKenzie, and uh, they, they're giving him his chance and uh, not usual for a, a guy that was drafted in the 100th round back in the days when they would have uh, that many rounds and uh, out of New York City. Dodgers continue to do their yeah. their thing. Gonsolin now, I mean, 0.69 ERA, only one earned run in 13 innings pitch, $1.95 and nine and a half at Phoenix against Arizona and Davies. The Dodgers line up uh, first in runs. Um, you know, for the the e- team ERA is first in Major League Baseball. Team WHIP is first, and so you know this uh, paper translating to onto the field. Arizona is lasting batting average in the um, in the Major League Baseball as well. And you know they are just yeah the, the bookmakers are pulling against the Dodgers every night, and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, Dodgers runs line 
When the Dodgers win, it's by multiple runs, and it figures to be that. Again, tonight, they've got an edge on the mound, a big advantage with the offense. Uh, you know, Arizona's going to have to have a real good game to hang in. I don't think they will. What per, uh, it, it, Do you know exactly what the number is on them uh, cashing the, uh, the run line as well uh, uh, of their wins? Uh, you mean tonight? Uh, the 12 and four of those 12 wins, it does seem like they're on the their opponents I think about 51 runs this year. I, I, I think I, I don't have it in front of me, but I think all their wins have been by multiple runs. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. San Francisco and uh, last one, Rodon, uh, the kid from NC State, saw him pitch in college in Omaha at TD Ameritrade. He is phenomenal. <laughs> they won his game and then they lost the next two and they were on their way home. Uh, 2-0 and this year, and the big lefty is, uh, boy, he's he's showing showing it. A nice pickup by San Francisco. 17 innings pitch, two earned runs, just a 1.06 ERA. Jeff Jeffries of Oakland doing his thing right now as well, and uh, 1.17 ERA in 15 and third, just two earned runs in 15 and the third innings pitch. Okay, Oakland was a big story. How they're just a fire sale. They're, the lack of attendance. The city has given up on them. The whole, they, but Dave, they're ninth in team ERA. They're thirteenth in runs. They're one of the best return of investment teams. Can they be sort of a no a value team? No, no you still you still no. say they're going to fall the down. A's, a, the A's absolutely stink. The roster's terrible, and I still think they're a team that's got a real good chance to lose hundred games. Terrible team, and Six. and. And they're probably going to sell off whatever pieces they've still got. So they're going to get worse. Nine and eight to to start the season. uh, A big surprise. Uh, You mentioned Atlanta. It it doesn't mean much. I I had a big under bet on Seattle two years ago. And they started the season like 15 and two. And still the under still cashed. Bad teams are bad teams. Oakland's a bad team. They're not as bad as the Reds. But I think they're probably the second worst team in baseball. Maybe Arizona. Uh, there with them, and eventually the roof's going to cave in on them. You mentioned Atlanta. You like them as a play tonight? Mm, not, not at the price. Uh, I have a tendency not to play big prices. Uh, I, I mean, I think they win the game, but I, I don't really like laying a dollar sixty or thereabouts. And, 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 and you stay away from run lines uh, at home as well. Well, I, I'm going to play the money line before the runs line almost all the time. I mean, if you like, if you like a team in the runs line, then you certainly shouldn't like them in the money line. So, what what are the games that we discuss that you uh, that you like tonight, Dave? I think you can make a case for Milwaukee Pittsburgh under. I think the Padres first five minus a half run uh, is worth an investment at minus one twenty. Uh, the Mets are just rolling right now. Uh, I'm not going to argue against your Seattle pick. And uh, I would take a shot with the under in the uh, first five under in the Indians, or excuse me, the Guardians Angels. First five under with uh, Guardians. It won't be the last time that uh, we talk, call them the Indians. I mean, the tribe for so, so long. But first five under with the uh, Cleveland and uh, Angels game. Mets, I, I, I told you earlier in the season, I just, it's just a little different approach to how they handle themselves. They just a they're more of a scrappy. Their quality at bats. It just and Lindor is is off to uh, out the blocks pretty good uh, to start the season. That comeback win we talked about against San Francisco. He was uh, he was a big part of and that an, as well. And another comeback win last night. I mean they uh, it's just rolling with them right now. I mean they're not going to play this level all year long. They're on pace to win like 115 games, but. Uh, 
And I don't think they're going to do that. But this is a good baseball team. And if DeGrom comes back a couple months down the road, <laughs> they'll have too many starting pitchers. I don't know what they're going to do in that case. San Diego in the first five, a big uh, Musgrove against San Martin there. And then, uh, as you talked about, uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Milwaukee, uh, Woodruff and Keller uh, in the first five. Uh, first five under for the game under. I, I don't play. I, I, I do not play any full game unders. None. Right. I have not. I have not made a full game under bet in three years. There you go. And I might never do it again. If you if you like if you like a game under, you obviously like the starting pitching. Get the bullpen out of the mix. There are no, the, the volatile and a, after some stability for the first couple of weeks, we're starting to see the bullpen follies once again. They are completely unreliable. Uh, I don't want to get involved with them. I uh, I like Seattle uh, in the uh, in the first five there as well against Tampa Bay. Uh, Atlanta first five. You're paying a steeper price in a dollar sixty seven. It's close to do two dollars. A lot of places, but uh, you know, some I, I I'm I'm on the Gilbert uh, train, and hopefully he can uh, you know continue it. And, and a lot invested uh, in them, and they're 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 a good team. They're a solid yeah, team uh, this year, and uh, Atlanta. So that's for our picks for Tuesday. We'll be back on Friday because we got a, a full Friday night schedule. Uh, talking some MLB with you. All right, for Dave Koken, I'm Jimmy Ott. This is the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.